Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to localjobnetwork.com radio. You've locked on to Moving Up the Ladder, where we bring you experienced professionals with insight into improving your career or business. Now, interestingly enough, we are often the ones holding ourselves back. And sometimes it has to do with just the little lies we tell ourselves. Teresa Sullivan is a certified life coach. She's also the founder of Wayfinder Advisors, and she's on the line to give us an inside look at the lies she often hears and how we can all move past them. Teresa, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks, Tim. Well, thanks for coming on the show. And as I said, uh, you know, off the top there, we might tell ourselves some lies. Now, you phrased it actually a little differently in that we might tell ourselves stories. Why do we do that as human beings? Why do we tend to do that to ourselves? Well, I think it's, it's absolutely a natural thing for us to do. So we get things that happen all the time, these circumstances. And what we do is we take a fact, a circumstance that happens, and then we tell ourselves stories about it. We add things to it. If it's good or bad, we might add judgment or we make up stories about it just so that we can understand it and put it into context of our own personal belief systems and things like that. So it's, it's very natural. We, everybody, everybody tells themselves stories. Right, right. <laughs> now, what do you see when it, comes to, when it comes to our career especially? What do you see as maybe the danger or the, the problem that could be caused by telling ourselves these, what might be untrue stories? Yeah, so what the danger is is that you have a lot of people out there who feel trapped in a job or who feel that their career is kind of on hold or, it's, or work is trial for mm-hmm. them. And that's where you know that somebody's telling stories to themselves about that. So when you, when you run into someone who says, oh, I, my job's the worst or it's just drudgery or I hate working, those types of things, those are stories that that person is telling themselves about what work means. You know, especially if it's causing that kind of negative energy and that kind of suffering, it's rarely ever true. Sure. Why do you think it's important, though, that people do understand that we do this to ourselves, that there are implications to possibly telling lies about uh, what our situation is exactly? What, what, what would you point to as saying why it's imperative that we do understand that we go through this? Because that's what really paints our reality. So, you know, we, we, when things happen to us, in our jobs or, or, you know, any day, and we tell our stories about it, those thoughts in our head are so powerful hmm. that they really run how we feel about things and then how we behave, depending on what we're telling ourselves. So when we're in this negative state, especially about work or our careers, we're going to act and behave in a way where everybody knows it, and that's going to handicap us down the line. You know, both at work, people are going to be very clear that you don't like your job, and that's just going to get worse and worse. So if you can stop yourself and say, what story am I telling about this? Is it true? Mm -hmm. You can change that story. And and with that, you change the energy and you change the behavior. And then things start to get a lot better if you can change it to a more positive spin. Well, and you mentioned something there that, you know, needing for ourselves to think, is this story that we're telling true? Because as we Mm -hmm. talked about before coming on the air, that some of the things we might think of are actually true. They're not lies that we're telling uh, ourselves. And we'll get into some details in, in a little bit and maybe dive into that a little further. But I did want to ask, what do you think is the biggest challenge when it comes to this subject? Because you said it's a very natural thing for human beings to do. So what do you think is the greatest aspect of it that needs to be overcome when you're talking about telling these lies to ourselves? Well, I think the biggest aspect is 
that when we can differentiate between what is a fact and what is a story. Okay. So facts are usually circumstances. You know, if you lost your job, that's a fact. Mm -hmm. But the story that you tell, the thoughts that you have about that fact, those are things you can control. Okay. And it's when we start to believe our stories that those are that as facts, you know, we don't delineate between what's actually a fact and our story, that's where all the trouble comes in. And so there's just a lot of people out there who can't see the difference between, you know, this thing happened and then their story about what happened. I think that makes perfect sense. And hopefully our listeners can understand that a little bit as well. So let's get into some of these quote unquote lies that you've heard maybe in your experience, obviously, with looking to help individuals with their certain situations. What for you has been the most common story that you've heard from people? There's so many. It's hard. (laughs) You know, it's these things are these things are so individualized. So, you know, everybody, every individual has their own lies. But uh, when people come to me for help, it's generally around their career and I'd say maybe the biggest one is I hate what I'm doing now or I hate what my job is now. But, you know, if I stick with it just a little bit longer and Mm. I I get the promotion or I get my bonus or I move into a different place, then I'll be happy. So I'm just going to I'm just going to hang in there and, you know, wait for my happiness to come. I think that's a really common one. And it's one of the first ones that generally happens because usually people don't the first their first thing isn't, I got to leave this job. It's, right. Maybe it'll get better. So why do you consider that a lie in, in a lot of, in some cases, I want to say a lot of cases, but in some cases, because I don't know, a lot of people do feel, well, I'm stuck in this spot, but if I get this promotion to your point or, or something changes that it, it will be fine. Is it just that there's no fact that says it is going to change or how do you, how do you walk through that with somebody when you're trying to figure this out? Sure. So, so the way that the way that that becomes alive for people is this idea that they're not happy now, but they will be once something happens. Mm-hmm. This, this, there's this future vision of what's going to happen. Okay. And what's clear is there's no reason a person cannot be happy now. That's a choice that people make. Mm-hmm. And so when I say that, you know, it's a lie that you've got to, the lie in there is that you have to wait to be happy. Ah. You have to wait to get what you want. That's where the lie is in that statement. So sure, it's not not a lie maybe that you don't like your job. (laughs) And it's not a lie maybe that you believe that things can get better, and and maybe they will. But it's the lie in there is that, you know, you've got to wait for something else to happen for you to be happy or to find some satisfaction in your work today. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. I think that does help uh, paint a different picture as far as when people might feel that way or think that way about something. Are there any other uh, maybe lies or stories people tell when it comes to their current job that you've come across that people might say, whether it's about, you know, it could be anything, leaving their job or or something within their job, something that you hear often? Sure, sure. Well, I think a really tough one is, and this one I I have a lot of empathy for. And by the way, I've believed all these lies in my own career (laughs) before. So I've been there, done that. I I think one that's, that's really pervasive is when somebody has an idea of what might make them happier for work, but they think, you know, I, I, I have a family to think about. There's just no way it would be selfish for me to go pursue that mm-hmm. because there's just no way that I can make this happen. That would be really selfish to my family. And that's one of those lies that is very, very hard to change. Right. But the reason it's a lie is that idea that someone might belittle or berate what could make them happy. Hmm. And that what their children need is 
this them being in this job they don't like and them not going after what they pursue that's not what you know kids it would be great to show your family what living a fulfilled life looks like then i use the the metaphor you know when you're on the plane and they tell you if the cabin loses pressure put on your own mask first and then help those around you sure and i think that works in in a career too where if you show if the model and the example that you show your family and your kids is that you just stuck through a job that you never liked for them, they're just going to grow up and do the same thing. That's the model that they have. So being a martyr isn't necessarily the lesson that you want to teach the kids. Right. And now, and I want to be clear on this. I'm not saying that, you know, the, the counter to this isn't, you know, run off and become and do something that's irresponsible and, <laughs> and that would hurt your, you know, leave your family or, right. or become destitute. That's not the other side of this coin. But what it is, is how can I change my mind about how could I show my family or how can I be really show people how to be fulfilled by looking into what it is I love and pursuing that, maybe not full-time right away, but moving toward that goal so that you can become, have that more positive energy and that more positive outlook on life. So, you know, that's, that's where I think it is one of the most insidious lies of all that can be certainly changed if we change our story about it. Sure. Well, and as you said from the beginning, when you started talking about that particular lie, that you have empathy for it because I can see it being difficult where an individual might feel, hey, if I go out and pursue this other type of job and it fails, now where does that leave our family? And so I think that's kind of what you're getting at, that it's not it's not about dropping everything and, and going for that because that would be irresponsible, right. but just changing that perspective and maybe, you know, those baby steps, like you said, maybe just a part-time thing, getting into what you love, if, if I'm reading you correctly with that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, just uh, as an example in my own life, I did the same thing. When I realized finally what I wanted to do, which was coach and help people find their true purpose, I didn't immediately leave my job. I got trained as a life coach and I did that on the, my nights and weekends. And then I built my practice for three years hmm. before I left my corporate job. So, you know, just as a, an example, it's, it's possible. And now I'm, I'm able to do it full time. And now my kids are, I have three kids, and I think showing them that, hey, it's possible to really do what you want to do and love it, I'm already starting to see the change that in them about what work means and, you know, what it should mean. So that's from my own life, right. um, something that I did. But certainly, again, the, it, it's not, you know, just quit your job tomorrow and it's so easy. It's not easy at all mm -hmm. to change our stories. Right. But the reward is is very great if we can. Well, and I think the listeners appreciate you being an example, that, that tangible item they can hold on to that, you know, it does work, that it is, as you said, it's difficult. It's not a, a simple fix by any means, but I think hearing you um, having gone through that same experience allows them to really grab onto it a little bit better. Another one that uh, was mentioned is in a similar vein, but just the idea in general that somebody would say, you know, I, I really can't afford to leave this job. What do you say to somebody who comes in with that and, and maybe you see that as being a lie in that case? Sure. So again, if someone says I can't afford to leave a job and they're suffering because of it, that they come in saying, I just, I hate this, but I, I can't afford to lose it. Then I know it's a lie because again, it's causing suffering. The truth doesn't cause suffering. Hmm. So there's plenty of people who could say, I can't afford to leave this job, but it's all right. You know, it's, it's fine. And they're not suffering. That's not a lie, okay. right? It's when it becomes this just terrible thing that we're doing and we just tell ourselves, I can't afford to, to leave it. When someone's in a state like that, when they, you know, 
all of that stress, they become depleted, they become a lot of times resentful and angry. And all of these things add up to, you know, what I say is, is how can you afford not to stay in that job, right? Right. Or I should say afford to stay in the job that's making you sick and that's okay. making you worse off about the people around you. Now, again, this is one of those things where you don't have to leave. No one's saying quit your job tomorrow, but that's not the only job in the world that you can, you know, it's not the only one job that you can make as much money as you're making now. Right. There are so many more opportunities. So once you change that story again in your head and say, hey, there are a lot of different things or there's a lot of different places I could work that I would enjoy and still make that same money. That's what you have to open yourself up to instead of being the victim and just saying, this is all there is. And I hate it, but what can I do? I'm just stuck here. Right. Well, in general of all these, and I wanted to ask to give the listeners maybe some direction, is how do you go about trying to change that perspective? Because as you mentioned with a couple of these, it might be really difficult to to sort of turn their mind in that direction or get out of that rut, if that's what you want to call it. Um, and for myself, it sounds like a lot of it comes down to this doubt, whether it's self-doubt or doubt in a system or fear of failure in some way. I guess, what's your overall take on on changing that perspective and also the, these doubts that obviously are, are present in my mind? Sure, absolutely. Well, I think the first thing is just to question the story. That's the most powerful thing is to say, am I telling myself a story? I mean, is what I believe about my job or my current situation, is that completely true? Hmm. And I think when we question it, because that's what, when we, our stories get ingrained, we stop questioning things. We call it fact. It's when you can say, maybe that's not the fact. Maybe there's a different perspective here. And then when you can question that and say, what would my life be like if I didn't believe this? If this story wasn't the truth, that this is the only job I can have, for instance, that there may be others out there, how could my life be different? And I think when you see that glimmer of hope and when you see that there are so many broader opportunities once we question what we believe, then we're able to see a lot of different possibilities and choose one that feels better. Mm -hmm. And just baby steps. You know, it's not necessarily that you're going from, I hate this job to, I'm just going to change my mind and I'm, you know, and I'm on top of the world, right? <laughs> but it's more like this isn't, even if you change the thought to this isn't how it has to be. I have other options. That's that first step. Right. So, you know, and that's not too scary, right? That just the small step of, hey, maybe there are more options that mm -hmm. I could look into. So many of us just get caught in the, hey, this is life. This is reality. Sure. This is, you know, and, and that's not, <laughs> that's, again, that's where you, the lie comes in. That's not necessarily true. What is a fact and what is your story? Right. And, you know, you can always change that story. So did you have any other examples? Obviously, you mentioned briefly um, sort of your own story, but did you have any other specific examples of someone getting past these lies, so to speak? Um, you know, again, sure. our listeners like those specific ideas that um, give them, you know, that picture in their head as opposed to just speaking in theory as we often do. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, one that comes to mind is a lie that we haven't talked about yet. Okay. I had uh, one of my clients was a nurse and um, he had he had been a nurse for many years and just kind of felt like maybe he never should have become a nurse. Mm -hmm. You know, he was doing really well in the field, but it just didn't fulfill him, and he, he just felt like he was in the wrong profession and always had been. And, and we started working together, and what he told me is, you know, I don't want to be a nurse anymore, but in order for me to get another job, I'm going to have to go back to school because my degree is a bachelor's of 
you know, science and nursing. And so no one would hire me in the business world or, you know, in where, where this particular person wanted to go. Right. And when he, when, and that he believed that absolutely to be true. That's, you know, I've got to go back to school in order to get this done. And, you know, when working through it, it was, it was, let's question that. Are you sure? How do you know that you have to go back to school? Who told you that? What's, what facts do you have to back that up, that that's true? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you thought about it, well, I, I don't. I just, it seems <laughs> obvious, right? <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, how, why would a, anyone in business want a nurse? And so we worked on that together. And, you know, it was only a month later, he wound up getting a job selling some medical equipment he was working with ah. as a nurse, some, you know, specific medical stuff. And, you know, since he's made that transition, he's been promoted twice. So wow. it's, you know, and he's just, it's completely changed his day-to-day, too. He's, he's now, you know, again, in, in sales and loving it and not doing the clinical work that just really brought him down and, you know, working those hours and all those things. So that's that's another story of, of a lie that we tell ourselves and how we kind of changed that around. No, I definitely appreciate that, that story. And I think that um, definitely sort of gets to the heart of what you've been talking about with us here today. Uh, we are getting a little low on time, but we always like to give our guests the opportunity at the end here to offer up some final thoughts for our listeners, something that might be a nice takeaway from this conversation, whether it is something we haven't touched on or, or just maybe an area you really wanted to emphasize as we wrapped up. And thanks for giving me this opportunity. I, I, I really believe in the power of uh, personal transformation. And, you know, if anything, if you take away anything from, from this, it would be that when you are suffering about something, even if it's not your career, if it's something else, just listen to what story that you're telling yourself and then try and figure out what facts support this story. And then think what facts are there that don't support the story because there's always going to be facts that don't support that story. It means you can change it and it means it can get better. So that would just be the one thing is, is just stop yourself and just noticing is, is easily half the battle in being able to change your circumstances. All right. Very well said. And with that, we will close out this edition of Moving Up the Ladder. And again, we've been talking about the real possibility you might be holding yourself back just with a few lies you might be telling yourself. We were joined by Certified Life Coach Teresa Sullivan. She is also the founder of Wayfinder Advisors. Teresa, thanks again for giving us this detailed look into a very important subject. Thank you so much. And as always, if the listeners out there have any thoughts on this topic or maybe you want to suggest a subject for us to cover, just email ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com and tell us what you would like to learn more about. You can also reach out to us via Twitter. Find us at the LJN. We'd love to hear from you there as well. Wishing you success in all your endeavors. I'm Tim Muma. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.